Whether you are a startup or an established entrepreneur, nothing communicates your company's message better than brilliant branding. With over 25 years in the business and over 250 companies named, expert Phil Davis and his team at Tungsten Branding will enlighten, brighten, and illuminate your mind so your brand will shine. Get ready to flip the switch and spark your imagination. Welcome to Brilliant Branding with host Phil Davis and Liz Heimstra. All right, and welcome, folks, to our inaugural edition of Brilliant Branding, brought to you by the Bright Minds here at Tungsten Branding, located in beautiful western North Carolina. Um, We're excited to bring you kind of the whole kind of PhD on branding, what you've always wanted to know in terms of how to build a brighter image and a better brand going forward. We've got a lot of material to cover. We're going to break it down week by week, and um, we're going to eat this elephant one bite at a time. And by the time you get done, you are going to be, your inner brilliance is going to shine. We like to call it a high voltage dose for all you bright minded branding people out there that just love the subject of showcasing your strengths and building your, your brand image with your clientele. So, welcome, welcome to our inaugural edition. Um, and I want to give a shout out first and foremost to Tacey Trump, our awesome executive producer. Aaron's on board today, riding shotgun. And in the room, I've got Liz, who is my sous chef. She's been working with us a couple of years and uh, working in the engine room as we name and brand companies worldwide. And we have Hunter, who is our Guillermo. Say (laughs) hi, Hunter. Hello, hello. So as you question, tweet, post, she'll be monitoring all of your questions. So we've got the team ready to help you rock your business. Um, today's subject is going to be what is company branding and the reason I say that is I used to go around and speak quite a bit as a keynote speaker on this subject of branding and uh, I got about an hour into a show one day and this person in the front row was just taking copious notes and so excited and just absorbing everything and I'm thinking my I'm really hitting this one out of the park and I said are there any questions at this point and they they raised their hand and I said yeah go ahead and they said what is company branding and I thought, well, that's probably not good to be asking the question an hour into the subject. <laughs> yeah. Into the subject. So we're going to hit it right out of the gate. Today we're going to kind of frame what is company branding. Um, it's one of those words. Branding is like the word media. You know, you look up the word media. It could be media talent. It could be a media agency. You could be buying ads. You could be filming or a photographer. And when you hear the word branding, I've had people ask me if I was in the cow business. You know, yes, sticking yep. sticking hot irons on uh, cows' butts. Yep. You know, absolutely. We do that in the evenings here in Western North Carolina. Yes, but during the day, we do a company branding. It's a night job. It's a night job. So today's uh, title is "What Is Company Branding: The Good, the Bad, and the Brilliant." All right. So what we're going to do is just kind of start off by setting the tone and letting you know a little bit about. Uh, why we got into this crazy business, a lot of people who work with Liz and I will say, I needed your service, but I didn't even know anyone did what you do. <laughs> yeah. Or you name things. Right. I didn't even know. Yeah. Before I started working. Yeah. Here, it's like you that do, was a thing. You do what? But you think about it. I mean, everybody in the world that has a baby has to name their baby. Right. You know, I mean, it's just right. one of the things you have to do. And a lot of times it's not the first thing that hits people. They're so kind of smitten with an idea, a concept. They're so ready to go to 
market that their branding becomes an afterthought instead of a foundational element to going forward. And by giving this the proper thought, you can make branding elemental, consequential, intentional, rather than something that's reactive that you're trying to fix in the middle of building your business. Uh, And it can become something that's in the plus column rather than something that's a detractor and holding you back. So we're going to be talking about that. Um, One of the things I like to start with is a couple of things that got me thinking about the whole business of branding. Um, I had an advertising agency in Seminole, Florida for 17 years, and I was always trying to fix people's branding in order to advertise them better. So I wasn't really tasked with branding. I was tasked with sales. But in going out and trying to create sales, I would frequently encounter really bad brands. Um, The way they were named or positioned was antiquated. They'd outgrown their original identity. Uh, And so I was tasked with, forget that, just go, go sell. And so it's Crazy as this sounds, I'll give you a couple of examples of what I encountered. There was a company down there called Just Breaks. Just Breaks. Only Breaks. Breaks, breaks. and That's nothing it. That's so, all they did. Liz, what do you think Just Breaks sold? I'm going to really say, take a wild guess, say Just maybe, Only Breaks. Just only Breaks. Maybe just, maybe Just Breaks. And nothing else than Breaks. No, I wouldn't go there for anything okay. else. Okay. So, of course, like all these aspiring entrepreneurs, and none of you could probably identify with this, once you get an idea, it grows and it grows and it grows. And they realized that once they had their cars jacked up and everybody was trusting them for their brakes, they were like, hey, while you got it up there, can you fix my muffler? Can you fix this? Can you fix that? And they started doing more than just brakes. Well, of course. Well, of course. So rather than fix their identity, and this is the issue we're going to be dealing with here on brilliant branding, about clarity, about being transparent, about being genuine, honest, congruent. Instead of fixing the root problem, which was their identity, they do these kind of cobbled measures. They go, well, we can't, our sign will cost too much to change. So let's go ahead and come up with a tagline. And the tagline, of course, becomes, at just breaks, we're more than just breaks. So what else are you? (laughs) Yes. So, yeah. And and the, the thing that's really interesting about it is you create this kind of juxtaposition where you're stating your claim to fame and then immediately countering it. Um, almost minimizing your strength. Our strength is this, but don't limit us to that. While at the same time, not telling people what you really do. So um, at Tungsten Branding, we're more than just branding. Uh, no, so we're, we're going we're gonna to help you. Here's the great news. Yeah. We're going to help you avoid the landmines, the dangerous landmines <clears throat> in the world of branding so that you could just kind of tiptoe through this. Mm-hmm. Um because of all the valuable insight that you're going to gain. So that was one of them. Another one, we had one in town here that was uh, more than Christmas. They called me up, same thing. I said, uh, what seems to be your branding problem? They said, well, people think we're a Christmas store. And I said, you know, it might be something to do with your branding, you know, more than Christmas. No. They said, no. No, no, no. No, it can't Absolutely be that. Not. No, that's not it. No, no, people would know no, that they're more, know. they're more than just Christmas. So I, they said, don't you get it? That's why we called it more than Christmas. So I was like, more than Christmas as in Christmas and tires or <laughs> Christmas and, I don't know, anvils? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> what, so, linens, Combination right linens and things. We're not going to say what those things are. 
So we're going to get into this. We're going to talk about how can we do things um, that will help create that clarity. A little bit about myself and our background. Um, I worked 17 years, as I shared, in, uh, tongue, in, before I created Tungsten, down in the Tampa Bay market of Florida. And I had this little, what's become kind of well-known uh, company, but they were not at the time. And it got me thinking maybe I should shift gears and instead of what I call getting behind the mule. When you own an ad agency, you're in the wrong position. You're behind the mule and you're pushing a lot of poorly branded companies and trying to get sales by getting behind this mule and pushing it. And if you know anything about mules, when you push a mule from behind, you get kicked. Kicked. Getting kicked by a mule is not fun. And the kicking comes in the form of how come our sales aren't up? How come we're not getting more cars sold? How come our numbers are down? And you go, well, you know, I, I think we could lead this animal up front and it would be better than being kicked. But instead, it was just no push harder. And that's what it is. Advertising, marketing, a lot of times becomes force. How can we put enough force and exert enough force to push this idea forward rather than to lead it? And so that's kind of how I got into it. I decided I was going to do something different than just doing that. There's a book out called Power Versus Force, and in it, it talks about how to create alignment in business. And if you look at the big forces in nature, whether it's gravity or electromagnetism, it's about creating alignment. You know, if you get everything in magnetism to align the same direction, you become naturally magnetic and you begin to attract things that align with you. And when you get your brand trued up and you become who you are, you become transparent and you become aligned with your strengths, your customer will not have to work hard to find you. They will be naturally attracted to you. Things will go viral naturally and word will spread about your company. And so we'll talk about how we can make more of these kind of transparent, real, authentic, and genuine brand experiences. Um, so I was an ad agency owner for 17 years. I was the wrong end of the mule. I was doing those screamo car ads. Please don't hate me. I was that guy that abused your eardrums. Push it and pull it in. This week and this week only. Plus tax tech and title with group credit. Deal participation may vary. <laughs> So we would create these car ads and we would basically carpet bomb the consumer. And so we'd found out if 300 uh, ads produces one car sale, let's go with 3,000. Very ineffective, very inefficient way to do business. And I began to wonder, is there another way that we could do this? And I just put my head to doing that. Early on in my career, I came across a couple of things. One of them was a gentleman who was struggling and he said, you know, I could really use your help. I've got this concept and it's these boxes and you put them on a truck and you deliver stuff to people's homes and you pick it up and you haul it off. And I go, well, that's, that's kind of different. You know, and they said, what is it called? And he says, it's called portables. And I said, portables like toilets? <laughs> and he's, no, no, but we're not getting anywhere. We're having trouble getting this concept off. So I wanted to create something that was more invented. He was on the radio, so the wrong media. He was trying to tell people in words that should be shown. So we did fix him in terms of media. We got him where a picture's worth a thousand words. We showed the product. But I says, I think we need something that's more of a metaphor. And the metaphor was like peas in a pod. You know, could we create something where he could have a Kleenex type name? where he could own the space 
and define it. So we created the name Pods, Portable On-Demand Storage. Uh, and there was no looking back after that. Mm-hmm. Um, all of a sudden, instead of spending 15 minutes going, you know, it's about bigger than a bread box. It's two syllables. It's like playing a game of charades. Mm-hmm. And if you're in business and you find yourself almost playing a game of charades, you know, and you introduce yourself and it's not immediately apparent or it doesn't invite further questions, then you've got a branding issue. Um, and that's that's where uh, Pete was when I first met with him. He had 70 of them. His goal was to get to 70 pods, 70, what the time portables, portables, 70 yes. toilets, right? Toilets he had 70 right. toilets that right. he was trying to push off, push off to people's homes. These toilets fit a lot of merchandise. <laughs> Keep the lid down and you can stack these. Um, put a little Febreze in them. Um, no, so I said, well, let's let's create something different. So we created pods. The irony of it was it, it became its own ad. As those things began to populate, people began to ask for them. And the more they asked for them, the less advertising they needed. Right, right. So when you have effective branding, you're congruent. You are what you are. People get it right away. Right. You create a differentiated name that owns the space that you're in. It's associated with you. Um, what happens is uh, I started working myself out of a job. I mean, twice I was called and I was told, stop the advertising. We don't need to spend the money. We've got so much demand that right. we're having trouble keeping up with it. Yeah. And so I found the better I did in advertising, the more I worked myself, ironically, out of a job. And, and in some sick way, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed doing a, a good job for clients. And I thought, you know, I'm getting paid to help create congruency, transparency, uh, clarity. And the more clear it is, the less you need an attitude. So I began to think that ad, I'm like a former smoker. You know what I mean? No, you, just about you advertising. You are. You're always, you're always hacking up a lung when you come in here. No, not advertising. Don't make me. <laughs> if you have to advertise that hard, then you're going uphill. That's that's like a sure sign. If you have to pour. So I compare this a lot to power versus force again. In power, you have you go out and get two Evinrude engines, and you just pour an unbelievable amount of gasoline in it. You rev it up. You go against the wind, and you just plow across the lake. And you that's a legitimate way to do it. You can do it. Just burn through people's eardrums, mm-hmm. eyeballs, abuse them, make them watch ads that are not related to them. Right and, jingles. Yeah, right jingles. We'll talk about that. Jingle them to death. <laughs> brainwash them you will remember our brand you will remember it we're going to literally brand this onto your forehead (laughs) you will remember us uh that's you might not understand it but you'll remember understand it and then one day i thought you know sailboats don't struggle real hard you know (laughs) there's a wind there's a current there's a trend there's something going on and they capture that and they go you know Mm -hmm. and so that's what we're going to be talking about more and more as we do this so hunter guillermo what do we got in time we have two and a half minutes left. Two and a half minutes. Uh, before we come back, um, I'm going to uh, leave you with a couple of things. If you want to connect with us on the show as we kind of delve into the waters of, of branding, you can always reach us um, on Facebook, Facebook forward slash Tungsten Branding. You can leave us a message. And on the Twitters, you can hit us up <laughs> at Tungsten 
brand a tweet at tungsten brand why don't we have tungsten branding i don't know what i think it was absconded by somebody who it was a tungsten branding wannabe Uh we'll have to figure out that so at tungsten brand um you can reach us there and you can always join us on linkedin as well and you can give us a call as well um at 866-472-5790 so the other thing, too, we're going to be giving away a lot of swag. We have a whole cabinet of tungsten swag. We do. We do. Great. Brilliant gifts, all with lights, <laughs> things that light up. You know, up Christmas is coming up. To give, you, to give you lots of brand clarity. And so this is going to be, like, way cool. So, um, way cool. We're excited. We're excited. We are so – this has been a long time coming. Yes. So we're excited. Get ready week by week, uh, minute by minute, hour by hour. We're going to help you shine, um, and we're going to bring out your inner brilliance, and you are going to find yourself um, not having to spend as much money, spend as much time explaining um, and educating people about your company and getting back to what you really do well, the thing that brought you into the business that made you love what you do and how you do it. So sit back, uh, grab a cup of Java, uh, tune in, and we'll give you some tips, techniques, insights that will really help uh, boost the bottom line. So we'll be back in just a few minutes, and we're about to roll out. Mm-hmm. So yep. commercial break. Um, take this commercial break, send us a, a message, and we're going to come back at the top of the hour with a little uh, branding trivia question to kind of start the second segment off. All right. Thanks so much, and we'll speak to you here in just a few. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Your brand is your story. And getting your story straight is the most critical and challenging component of your brand identity. That's where we come in. We're Tungsten, and we're naturally wired for brilliance. We'll help create, clarify, and communicate your brand message in ways that will make you shine. Whether you're a startup, entrepreneur, consultant, or an established business, we'll use our tools and talents to build and brighten your company identity. Why struggle with domain searches, trademark issues, and endless brainstorming when the Tungsten team can create a clear and compelling brand name that strengthens your image? Having named over 250 regional, national, and international companies, products, and services, Tungsten has a trusted track record for successful brand creation and implementation. Our proven process will focus your brand and put you center stage. Visit us at tungstenbranding.com for your free quote. That's tungstenbranding.com. Are you a business leader or executive that wants to achieve more? Not just in it for profit, but to do work you find meaningful that adds more value to more people in more ways. Listen for the Business Elevation Show with host Chris Cooper. You'll hear from successful achievers from around the world with the passion and experience to offer invaluable guidance. The Business Elevation Show can be heard live on Fridays at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time, usually 4 p.m. U.K., on the Voice America Business Channel. Be more. Achieve more. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network.
are listening to Brilliant Branding. To reach our show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to info at tungstenbranding.com. Now, back to this week's program. All right, all right, all right. Oh, <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. I won't. I won't even try to fake that one. Okay, so uh, we are, we are back uh, talking about brilliant branding, and as we spoke about at the top of the hour, we're going to help you uh, decrease your branding drag coefficient so that you really shine. And when I say that, uh, I want you to think of uh, advertising as kind of like if you could do everything in terms of your marketing, advertising, your brand presence, and it connected 100%, you'd be spot on. It's a 100% one-to-one ratio. You tell people about your business and every single person just jumps on board with you. Um, when you, the drag coefficient increases, that's when your brand identity is clouded. Um, people don't get what you do, and so you, you just become dull, um, whether it's a dull edge or, a, you know, or, it's, or we talked about a boat earlier. If it's just the hull of the boat is just not right and it's just kind of having to pound through the waves, you'll just have to increase the energy to move your idea, your product forward. An example I have of that is I, I dealt early in my uh, advertise, <coughs> advertising career. <laughs> that's the ex-smoker feeling, ex-smoker, you get, it's coming up. feeling that you get when you get out of a business <laughs> that you just disavow now. Yes. I had a client that was spending, I don't know, fifty to $70,000 a month, which was a lot at the time, and they were throughout Florida. And their name was The Exercise Experience. One of my favorite stories. Yes. Anywhere. So, I mean, uh, every time I would introduce The Exercise Experience, people would go, well, that sounds like a cool gym. I want to go work out no, there. No, let's go work out the there. The experience of exercise sounds like a wonderful experience, and I'd have to say, no, it's it's not a gym. They sell high end fitness equipment. Now, here's a, one of the first clues. So, start a little notebook. Brilliant branding. Get yes. your little notebook out. Brilliant branding to help complete your PhD, which is free, by the way. Wow. And you can thank Tacy, the executive producer of the show, for providing you a free PhD. In brilliant branding. <laughs> Thank you, Tacey. And so here's here's one of the big lessons in that. The owner of the business, and this is where it gets really, really, you have to be honest with yourself. It's about being genuine. It's about um, listening to the things that really make a difference and ha- making these hard decisions. I approach him and I said, I think we need to do something different with this name because it's misleading. Of all the things that can go wrong with your brand, What's worse than having a brand people don't understand, what's worse than a brand that I just don't get is a brand that's misleading. So think about you're starting off from the zero, you're at the track and field, you're getting ready to run a race, your consumer's getting ready to run towards your product, and the gun goes off and they turn around and they run the opposite direction. And so you immediately have to chase your consumer down and go, no, 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 that's not what we are. Okay, come back. Wait, no. No, no. Come Ah, back. No, wait. Target's over here. This is You turn them around, and now you're fighting them. Oh, slow down. No, that's not what we do. You turn them around. You're pushing them. I thought, what was this? Wait a minute. You said you were this. No, 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 no. You are. I don't know where you got that idea, you moron, um, even though I'm the one that told you about it. Um, and so you push them back to the starting gate, and you go, this is what we're really about. One of my favorite sayings is I tell people education is the most expensive word in branding. 
education is one of the most expensive words in branding. And um, we'll probably have Hunter go ahead and put that on our, our, we should tweet that out. I like that. Yeah, you like that? Is that a tweetable moment, as Oprah would say? All right, that's a tweetable moment. Hashtag tweetable moment. Hashtag aha moment. (laughs) Sorry, Oprah. So, and the reason I say that is it's not your job in marketing. It's your job to be transparent, true, Mm -hmm. and authentic, not to educate. One of the things I, I constantly hear is we're one of the best kept secrets, and what we need is to educate people about it. What it means is you're misaligned, you're confusing, you're misleading. People understand it. So I have to educate. Think about real education. Oh, it's yeah. $150,000 to get a degree. Yeah, I know that. Right. Liz knows that. <laughs> I know that. I know this very well. She borrowed one or six dollars to go through school. Just six. Just six. She's paying it back aggressively. Penny by penny. Penny by penny. Yes. But it, we've all been through that where we've had to pour money into things to get our message across. So when you brand in a way that is uh, congruent, transparent, it's engaging, it wants, it creates interest, people want to know more, they're leaning in versus leaning out. Yes. You don't have those kinds of disconnects that cost a lot. So exercise experience goes, no, this is a perfect name. The owner took a lot of pride in it. I came up with it. It's about the experience of exercise. Now, here's, here's why I say it's really, really dangerous in terms of being close but not right on. One day when we were sitting there having this conversation, the door opens up and in comes this young man with a gym bag <laughs> yeah. uh, with his workout clothes. He yeah. walked in and thought, this is the best health club I've ever been to. Number Such one. nice equipment. It's got the best equipment I have ever seen. Trotter treadmills, pre-core fitness equipment, and there's almost no space to walk. And <laughs> second of all, there's no one here. So... <laughs> Ideal. I can work. This is great. Nineteen bucks a month, and I'm, you know, and I'm set. We <laughs> had to, of course, uh, inform him that he had been misinformed, um, and that in fact these treadmills were five thousand um, dollars, which the only exercise he got was running out of there. Right. Um, Didn't so, he hear the jingle? Yes. Yeah, so we created a jingle. So the owner did not want to do this. So this is where it gets expensive. We're talking about the drag coefficient. And, and ask yourself, am I, am I guilty of this, of doing the drag coefficient rather than getting to the true root of the problem, which is creating a home, clear, effective brand strategy? He says, well, let's just, let's create something clear. I literally created a jingle, hired singers who sang at the exercise experience, you get exercise equipment. You get exercise equipment at the, the exercise, exercise experience. experience. Exercise, exercise experience. experience. At the exercise exercise experience, experience. we played that jingle to the tune of 50, 60, 70,000 dollars a year. We burnt up. um, Aaron will appreciate this. He's uh, helping us produce this. It was like an intro. (laughs) It was like the bumper music. So drag coefficient. Here's 20 percent of our 30 percent of our 60 second commercial is burn up trying to clarify what should be stunningly obvious. You come here to get exercise equipment. So after 20 seconds of singing this jingle, then we went into it and told them this week we have this for sale. Um, well, another person came in months later after we've been saturating the market, carpet bombing the market with these ads. The door opens up and they walked in. They go, is this a gym? And you could just look at this owner just groan. Excuse me, sir. Didn't you hear our jingle? And that was exactly it. How dare you? We created a jingle. And they go, oh, that jingle. I love that jingle. You get exercise <laughs> equipment, equipment at, at the, the exercise, exercience. exercise experience. 
And he goes, that's what I want. I want to work out and I want to get exercise equipment here at the exercise experience. And, it, you know, it's like once it, the narrative is in their mind, it yeah. takes so much. And that's the point here. Once they're going the wrong, we talked about starting off at the finish line. Now you're chasing that poor consumer down saying you've got it all wrong. And the irony is you're blaming the consumer mm -hmm. for not understanding. Yes. And so you tell yourself, of course, at that point that what you really need to do is educate them. Don't educate them. Make it intuitive. Make it just so great that you don't have to worry about it. Yes. So I always call it the lumberjack uh, theory. If you're a lumberjack and you're out in the woods, and this is what we do as consumer, as uh, entrepreneurs, especially entrepreneurs. I have a real heart for startups and entrepreneurs. You're getting out there. You're trying to, to do the job. You bring an axe. You got this idea, and you say, "This is this is my business idea. I have it firmly in my hands." And you begin chopping away. This is my business idea. And you're working eight hours a day. And then your axe starts getting a little dull. So what do you do? You start swinging a little harder and you start working nine hours a day. And then your axe becomes a little duller and you work 10 hours a day and you swing really hard. And now your muscles are aching. You don't want, you think, is this a sustainable business? Right. And someone says to you, a little elfin per character that shows up in the woods and says a little Yoda-like figure. In an enlightened, a little enlightened creature. An enlightened elf. An enlightened elf. <laughs> yes. Yes, I like that. Well, you have to have alliteration. Yes, an enlightened elf. And uh, with tungsten-like qualities. Yes, he's shine, a light bulb. Under, yes, the light bulb goes off. And this little elf says, sir, sir lumberjack, maybe you should stop for an hour and sharpen your axe. Get your blade sharp. Be Have an edge to what you do so people understand clearly what you do. And of course, being the tired and worn out entrepreneur, you think this is, this elf is on crack. <laughs> because number one, I'm seeing elves at this point. I'm that tired. And you think, I, I don't have time. I'm already working 12 hours a day. The last thing I have available to me is more time to do things. Mm -hmm. But if you can take the time to create clarity. And when we say sharpening your axe, that's going to be what we're talking about throughout this series. Yes. How do I sharpen the axe? How do I hone my image? How do I make it more clear? more simple, more easy to understand so that people have immediate access to what it is. And we move actually and ironically beyond the identity, beyond the brand and into what you do so that you're having conversations about how can I hire you? Are you guys available this week? Mm -hmm. How can I get information? Can you send me a brochure instead of, so you, you do what? <laughs> so your name is the Greek god of business success but you changed one of the letters and you bought the dot info or even worse they don't even ask any questions right They're or like, they don't oh. ask any questions hmm. oh. we'll get to that <laughs> we're going to do a show on the elevator speech and i love the elevator speech you know you've got it wrong when someone says who are you with and when you give the name you can see them cautiously backing up <laughs> get me out towards of the back of the elevator <laughs> like please god don't explain it you know what I mean? I don't know who you, you are. Go, I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. You're with... Sounds boring. You're with Qualitronics Amalgamated. And you go, well, <laughs> let me just explain. No, 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 no. <laughs> I get it. Really? Yeah. No, I think I got it. No, no, no explanation necessary. <laughs> I just, I think this is my floor. They get off at the wrong floor just to avoid you telling them about your company. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's not like Shao Wham. Or Wham Shao. Wait. What, what is the it? rag? Sham Wow. Sham Wow. Sham Wow. I mean, if it was a Sham Wow, I'd oh. be like, Sham Wow. Tell me about Sham Wow. I need to know this. Yeah, um, that's exciting. That's exciting. Yes. All right, we're going to do a quick trivia question. 
what we should do. What should we do, Liz? Is ask it right before the commercial and then see if they can answer it. That is a And then pretty, when we come back, we will give you the answer. That is a pretty sweet idea. So maybe right. we should. Maybe we should get on to what is branding since that's the title of today's show. Yes. The good, the bad, and the brilliant. All right, Hunter, give us a countdown. What do we got in time here? We still have, we have more, we have lots of time. Lots of time. Okay, so what is branding? So what we're going to do is we're going to start and we're going to flip-flop it and we're going to say, what is not branding or branding what not is, okay? We've got a big five. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, hopefully your minds are still like sponges here and you're mm-hmm. taking this in. Mm-hmm. We get tons of inquiries about branding every day. And yes. it's like we said, the word media. We'll call up and they'll go, well, I just I really need help with my branding. I actually had a client that said, that says, I have a client that says, he I says get, to me. I get accused of saying says. You said, you say, I says, and I says to him. And I says to the client. And you says. So I says to this client, help me with my branding. And I go, oh, okay, so are you looking for help with the company name? And they say, no, not exactly. We've had it for years. Okay, so is this more of a logo thing? Oh, no, no, our logo is fine. Great. Is it the tagline? Is it something that you're saying? Nah, our tagline's pretty, pretty set. I said, now I'm really stretching. Is it the colors? Is it the website? Well, maybe a little bit on the website, but more specifically, the branding. And so I think... (laughs) More the branding. More the branding. (laughs) I think just help with the branding. So we want to talk about what branding is and what it isn't. I'm going to jump back to what branding is, and and then you'll see why it isn't what it isn't. Branding really is your reputation, and it's that simple. You know, all of us individually have reputations, good, bad, or indifferent. People say like, uh, you know, what is that person like? Or, you know, you're going to get a roommate. What do you want to know? You want to know, well, what is that person like? Mm -hmm. What do you tend to say about it? You tend to give attributes. I mean, you don't tend to say, uh, you know, Hunter, you're looking for a roommate. And someone goes, all right, so tell me about this person. You don't tend to say, they're a carpenter. Pardon? (laughs) I was going to say brown hair. Yeah, or brown hair, (laughs) you know. (laughs) Oh, five, two, uh, a, a Libra likes long walks on the beach. I mean, you tend to go right to the point. You go, oh, you'll really love this person. They have a great sense of humor mm-hmm. or they're, they're very clean. They're clean. Um, they're a very quiet person or, you know, maybe not so good. I mean, maybe they, you say they chew their toenails Ugh. and you immediately go, that's not a brand I want to be associated no. with. Yes. Not the brand. <laughs> Not the brand for me. So branding really is just reputation. You hear sometimes about brand reputation, brand reputation management. So it's just a reputation you have in the market, which is kind of one of the leading points. But it's a little bit more nuanced than that. Um, Your brand is also, I like to say, your company personality. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's why branding isn't just, it isn't just your name. It isn't just your tagline. It's not these other things. If you met somebody and you said, well, I want to know your brand. And let's think of it in terms of people. And you said, okay. And it was on the people level. You know, I ask you, what is this person like? You could tell me right away what that person's like. But imagine instead you, you introduced your brand and it, on the people level, you just said, um, and what is what is your brand? And you go, I'm John. And you go, John, just John. John. And what what about you, John? Just just good old John. They just call me. They call me John. 
So it's don't you get it? Yeah, it's just it's John. So it's building out the totality of the experience is what your brand. It's not your name, just like humans are are who we are as people is not just our name. It's what people call us, it's how we act, it's how we behave, and how predictable those behaviors are, how trustworthy they are, yes. and how reliable we um, those traits become begins to define how we are as people. Yes. And in the same way, how our company acts, behaves, looks, feels, dresses, mm-hmm. all of those things in totality yes. are, are what become our brand. So fixing your brand really isn't about changing your name, just like a person says, you know, I've been arrested nine times, I have six DUIs, so I'm thinking of changing my name. <laughs> That'll change me as a person. And that will change me. Um, and we're not gonna we're not gonna do that. So your brand is kind of a three D, a three D uh, expression of what otherwise would be kind of a two D thing. It's not just the visual; it's who you are as a person. So we're down to one minute, and we're going to have a team. We're going to have a, a trivia question. Yes. So while we're on break, I want you to be thinking about this, and you can put it on the Twitters. Your answer. Don't look it up. See if you can figure this out. Don't Google. Don't it. Google this. What was the original name of Google? What was the working name of Google before it ever became the Googles? And then we'll talk about why branding makes such a big difference. We'll see you back here in just a few. Tweet at us, at Tungsten Brand. At Tungsten Brand. And we'll see you in a few. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Your brand is your story. And getting your story straight is the most critical and challenging component of your brand identity. That's where we come in. We're Tungsten, and we're naturally wired for brilliance. We'll help create, clarify, and communicate your brand message in ways that will make you shine. Whether you're a startup, entrepreneur, consultant, or an established business, we'll use our tools and talents to build and brighten your company identity. Why struggle with domain searches, trademark issues, and endless brainstorming when the Tungsten team can create a clear and compelling brand name that strengthens your image? Having named over 250 regional, national, and international companies, products, and services, Tungsten has a trusted track record for successful brand creation and implementation. Our proven process will focus your brand and put you center stage. Visit us at tungstenbranding.com for your free quote. That's tungstenbranding.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You 
are listening to Brilliant Branding. To reach our show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to info at tungstenbranding.com. Now, back to this week's program. All right, and we're back. And we're going to start the final segment of today's show with the answer to our branding trivia. I know everyone was just dying. Nobody, nobody Googled this. Nobody Googled But what was the, the original working name? And, you know, when you come up with a new product idea, a lot of times it becomes kind of what is, what can we call it just for now? Let's nature abhors a vacuum. So for now, let's just call it blank. And then if you're not careful, that becomes your brand. <laughs> the original working, the engineers at Black. At BlackBerry, mm-hmm. we're convinced that they should stay with their kind of, you know, engineers. Engineers. Nothing against engineers, no, but I'm just saying. I'm just do. saying, <laughs> engineers. <laughs> just, That's all just I'm saying. Land, just I'm just leave saying. It at that. Leave for every it at branding that. thing that I've ever done, where they go, well, everybody likes it except this one engineer guy in the back who just totally does not understand why we're calling it that. They probably the engineers, I'm sure, went BlackBerry. I mean, yeah. what does the fruit have to do with that? But they were yes. going to call it Pocket Link. Because it linked information. What is it? Hand? It was the pocket BlackBerry link. was going to be Pocket Link. It was a hand link. It was Pocket, pocket I think link. it was Pocket Link. Pocket yeah, link. so yeah. it linked your pocket. So yeah. very literal, descriptive. I just can't imagine that really just no. setting fire to the world. <laughs> the Pocket Link. Sounds like Ronco. Get the Pocket Link this week on this. <gasps> do you have the new Pocket Link? Do you have the That's new Pocket so Link? Cool. You can take it out and link your pocket to the world. My pocket really doesn't need to link to the world. <laughs> But that's another whole subject. You're wondering what was Google really called? The original name was Liz. Back rub. Yes. No joke. Back rub. So as you can imagine, you know how we Google things now. Can you say, can you back rub that for me? <laughs> I don't know. Back rub it. You know? <laughs> so creepy. Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea. I have no other information as to where, the, what dark well that came from. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds was, like an inside joke. That I just, know. Like, I think it was be... an engineered inside <laughs> joke. <laughs> oh, engineer! It's oh, yeah. It was probably so cool. a tech phrase or something, or came from the dark web. The um, dark web. So back rub. So we don't want to back rub no. our branding. Mm-mm. Yes, don't don't back rub it. Um, so that's what it is. We were talking about what is branding, what and what is not branding. Branding is your reputation. It's how people generally come to feel about you. And again, and we're going to get into this more and more as we do the show. I'm plugging the future shows. This is why you have to come back. Continue to listen. Mark your calendar now to listen every Thursday. This is an ongoing topic. Thursday, 12 noon, 9 a.m. in the Pacific. Okay. Because we're going to talk about this. When you act consistent, does anybody in the audience have that friend that's a little bit mm, schizophrenic? You know? (laughs) You just go... You know, I don't know. Uh, we can ask them to help us move, but last time they were really helpful, and the next time they went freaking bananas. You know, um, they rammed their truck through our garage door, and they had a bad attitude, and they have a meth habit. You know, it's so, probably the meth habit. That's th- that probably what the it. problem was. That's not the friend you count on anymore. No, no, After not that, the one with the meth habit. You go no. not so much that friend. I think I will use George. 
because George is a solid guy. He's consistent. Every time I've called George, he's just been, you know, you give him two days notice and George will be there. George has a truck. The truck works. I like him. He's my go-to guy. I know George. I've got George. Mm -hmm. So we all have the people that we trust. We rely on four different attributes. Or you're having a party, Liz, Mm -hmm. and being the party animal you are. So You do not want George at your party. You want who? Larry. Larry, because he's the... He's... The, what is the star it? of the show. Yes. I mean, he comes in and oh, he lights he, and up the he, room. You know what else? He brings his own beer. He, it, there he yes. That's he doesn't important. even drink your beer. No. And he no, brings he bring, the good and he, stuff. And he brings stuff for other people too. Yes. He's actually, you know, when we say BYOB, we really mean yes. BYOB. He just he brings it. So Larry's your guy for the party, <laughs> right? And then you've got your other guy who's your moving guy. Yeah. Right? Yes. He's, he's and you solid. give him some of Larry's beer, and he's happy for helping you exactly. move. Exactly. So that's yes. how company branding works. We've just explained. I don't think we need more shows. No. I think that's just it. You, moving. You got George, you got, you got Larry, got and you got the six-pack of beer. And so people create, almost think of your mind as being like a little bookshelf. And back in the day when I had my first job, I used to just sort mail for a company. And there were slots for everything. Yeah. And so branding is about... I've got so much mail coming at me, so many messages. I've got to put it somewhere. Well, the more I know where you go, I slot you. And more importantly, I can recall you. Yes. I can slot you and I can recall you. The worst thing is that schizophrenic friend where you go, this is a piece of mail and I'm not sure where it goes. Yeah. Do I need it? It's my renewal for AAA, but it's in six months. And I'm not really sure if I'm going to renew or not. And, oh. Right. And I keep it. You know, you want people to hear your brand and go, oh, those are the people that blank. I know right where to put them. And then when I need them, I can pull it right out. Yep. But when you're that kind of amorphous company that tries to be all things to all people all the time, you're that piece of mail that you just go, I don't even know where I put this. I don't have a place for this. This is the we do it all brand, which is just not credible. So your brand is a 3D expression. It's taking something that's flat, like flat Stanley. If you've ever seen that, you ship it around the world. It's a little flat guy. Um, A lot of schools do this. He shows up all over. He's not a real person. Flat Stanley just goes all over and shows up all over the world. And people take pictures of Flat Stanley. But your brand is not Flat Stanley. It is a real living person. Boy, it's Pinocchio. There you go. It's Pinocchio. You want your brand to come to life, not There's be so a puppet. There's so many metaphors. You do not want a puppet of a brand. You want a real boy. Yes. <laughs> so your brand is a 3D expression. Here in North Carolina, and Liz, I don't know if you know this. I do not, actually. Yeah, well, I was I looking at the notes, and I was like, yes. oh, I did not. This is very interesting And we do have me. notes here. Yes. So North Carolina has a motto, and my son Joe it was, uh, brought this to my attention. And the motto is... Uh, and I won't give you the Latin because I will butcher the Latin. Okay. But the meaning of it is to to be rather than to seem. To be rather than to seem. It's very powerful. Yeah, and as, as much as we enjoy having a good time here, our mission here is to is to help you shine. And when we help you shine, when there's clarity brought to bear on your company, it reveals things about you. And as it reveals things about you, you need to take inventory and say, what are we really about? Yes. And how can we be authentic? Because it will cast a light on you. Absolutely. Good, good, bad, and ugly. Mm-hmm. Good, bad, and brilliant. It's going to shine a light on you. And as it shines a light on you, it, it's going to reveal what you are. And good branding is about being authentic 
in shining a light on who you are. What I consider poor branding is when companies come in and they try to create a, an image of you of what you either you want to be or what they think you should be. Um, and that isn't really branding any more than when you create a facade. You buy a piece of property. It's, a, it's just a cinder block building. Mm-hmm. It's on the highway. And someone says, well, you need branding. And this is the common understanding of branding. Uh, and it becomes something like this. Well, if you repaint it and you put a new coat of paint on that building and you put a facade on it, beautiful canopy, lovely canopy, you go to Lowe's and you buy some flower baskets and hang them, it will look better. Mm-hmm. But as you walk into that building, you're primarily going to have the same experience with the same staff, be treated the same way. You're structurally going to go through the same building. Branding is about saying, who are we structurally? And where do we want to be positioned? Are we in the right part of town? Are we the right size building for the number of staff people? You've got 700 staff people in your little tiny building. Um, Where do we need to be in terms of the position, where we're located, in terms of the market? Mm -hmm. It's not just candy coating things or painting things or dressing things up. That is the visual aspect. That's identity. But it's not, it's really not branding. So branding is not the same and is often confused with fame. And that's a huge distinction. Branding, part of branding is becoming famous. It's what people want to be, to be known for something. But it's not the same thing. So one of the things I used to do kind of test this theory out is people would say, well, what kind of companies have you named? And of course, it'd be easy to say pods and some other ones that we've done. But I would pick one on purpose to demonstrate the difference between fame and brilliant branding. Mm-hmm. And I would say, I named Wachovia. And I don't know if some everybody remembers that name, but it was a big bank at one point. And they would immediately say, you named Wachovia. And I would go, yeah, what do you like about the name? Oh, that's that's a great brand. That's you, that's just incredible. I go, is it great because it's easy to spell? And it's W-A-C-H-O-V-I-A. It's like Wachavia. Mm-hmm. And they would go, well, it's not really easy to spell. Does it start high in the alphabet? Not really. Um, is it short? Wachovia. Wachovia. Mm-hmm. Wachovia. Mm-hmm. No, it's four syllables. And then they would go, what are, you, what are you trying to say? I don't know. I'm just trying to understand why you think if I name that. Why is it such a great name? They go because it's it's because that's it's Wachovia. it's Wachovia. It's Wachovia. Of and course, I, it's great. It's just if you did that, that's amazing. I said what you're confusing is branding with fame. You've heard of it, but what does Wachovia stand for? And as I would begin to kind of probe a little bit, they'd go, "Well, it's it's uh, the, the the bank that." <laughs> banks people with their banking and i would say is it a trustworthy bank is it an honorable bank is it a is it a proven bank i mean what is the history of it so getting back to brandy what position did they own mm-hmm. what were they known for what makes the name reflect that position and in truth the name wakovia was basically a native american reference it was kind of arbitrary the way they picked it didn't really stand for anything. It wasn't easy to spell. Right. And it was just pounded into people's heads, as we've said, carpet bombed, 
through millions, tens of millions of dollars of advertising. What we want to do for you is help you to create a company that is immediately understandable, digestible, assimilatable, and people kind of get that aha moment, that tungsten light bulb. Wow, that park place, the original garage space, the ultimate garage. Oh, my goodness. So you guys do garage systems. Yes, park place. They sound like they're nice garage. Yes, they are nice garage systems. Well, do you have a card on you? Boy, you've moved right through it. You know, you didn't name it the Greek god of car conversions, you know, (laughs) because I'm sure there was a lot of car conversions back in the Greek days. So that is what we want to do is we want to make you intuitive. We want your brand to shine. We want you to have it stand out. So fame is the degree in which you're known. Branding is what you're known for. Yes. So, So, yeah. Exactly. So one is how much are you known? And as you become better at your business, you'll grow. But some of you will never need to be famous. You only need to be known in your industry. So don't set fame as a goal. Set set how you do things as a goal, and you will become famous. So branding is what you're known for. Um, They're interrelated, but they're certainly not synonymous. How are we doing on time, gang? Two minutes. Two minutes. All right. So back rub. Back rub. Crazy. Back yes. rub. Google was okay. back rub. Yes. So that, back, that could have been it. No back rubbing. Did anybody we back rub? We could have been back rubbing this Did whole somebody time. back rub the answer? Hunter, did we have anybody back rub it yet? Nope. On the Twitters? You can hit us anytime on Twitter, Tungsten Brand, if you have a question, or to win our beautiful deluxe lighted pen. Yes. Okay. Sweet. So once you're aware that your, your brand is your reputation, it's your reputation. It's your story. It's the position that you hold in your consumer's mind. You will have a decision. So what we're going to begin to do is set you up for next week's show. Yes. So the brand is your reputation. It's your story. Think of your brand. It's your story. What is your story? You know, uh, if you got arrested and they brought you in, they'd say, so Liz, because Liz, I know you've probably gone through this. Yeah. What's your story? <laughs> And you have to come up with a story, and your story should be consistent. It yes. shouldn't be full of contradictions. Right. It should be clear, congruent, concise, believable. And that's what we're doing as a brand. Your brand is story. It's the position you hold in your consumer's mind. So food for thought for next week is as you hold a position in your mind, I want you to think about that this week. This is your assignment for the week, your brilliant branding assignment. If you could hold a position in your consumer's mind, what one position do you want to hold? What one position, what one thought, and it can only be one. We're going to to ask you some tough questions. If you could own one thought, what would it be? And would it be your product or service? Do you want your name to be synonymous with your product or service? Or do you want it to be synonymous with an attribute? Not what you do, but how you do it. And we're going to be talking next week about how to find your pivot point. How to find that thing that truly drives your business, makes you brilliant, and makes you shine. So make sure to tune in to us next week. Contact us at info at Tungsten Branding. Join us on Facebook. Tweet us at Tungsten Brand with any questions. We've enjoyed this hour with you. Spread the word to your friends. And most of all this week, be brilliant. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you 
for listening to Brilliant Branding. Please join host Phil Davis and co-host Liz Heimstra for another edition of the program next Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Until then, stay brilliant. Brilliant.